Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Hassan Wasallam. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show. It is Monday, July 24th, and thank you for being here with me this morning. It's another hot, blistery day in the city of Chicago. Well, actually, it's a hot, blistering day all over the planet. Speaking to uh, my girlfriend, Val, yesterday, who's going on a cruise to Greece. And it's like 100 and, I don't know, 20 degrees in Greece, and the, everything is melting away. And it's like, are you sure you want to go there? But, you know, each his own. Only time will tell. Happy Earth Day birthday, born day. 
if you are celebrating a birthday, we're celebrating it with you. And let us always keep in prayer the sick, the shut-in, the incarcerated, and the non-believers, those who have just given up hope. So we cannot give up hope. That's all we have. So let us keep in mind that faith is what will help us endure in these trying times. Today's topic, if you lost your innocence, childhood trauma is real. There's a young man by the name of Marcos Gray, sentenced to a life sentence at the age of 15. This is his book. Met him at the Westside Ministers Coalition. Um, and he tells an awesome story about how he was locked up at the age of 15 and given a life sentence. So today we're going to be talking about horrific stories. This Anyway, tune in. If you're listening online, we'd love to get your comments at 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak after the 7.30 break. And join us on our social media, Facebook and YouTube, Higher Learning TV Show. And be sure and check out our blog, which is zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Forgot to mention, in the news, Tony Bennett made his transition 90 years young. I had no idea that in 1961 he joined the March to Selma, uh, Alabama to Selma. I had no idea. Did you? No. He was right there with us fighting for human rights. Uh, You remember that song in 1970 with Eleanor Ridgeby? Well, he almost drowned in a tub. Just like Whitney Houston did. Did you know that? I had no idea. And, uh, you know, he had problems with alcohol and drugs. Just pretty much everybody, um, a good portion, I won't say everybody, but a good portion of those who were working in the entertainment industry that drowned out whatever, you know, the voices were in your head. So, But at the age of, uh, what was it, 27, yeah, he did... Um, just like he did uh, a performance with Lady Gaga, he did one for Amy Winehouse, who who also passed in, at the age of 27 over overdose of alcohol and drugs. Tony Bennett did not pass alcohol and drug overdose. I'm just making the comparison to what the news said about Amy Winehouse. Uh, her death at 27, and then uh, he found success again uh, with Lady Gaga. So I remember people were like, what is he doing with good? He's 97 and she's 67, uh, 27, uh, 37. Anyway, uh, that is uh, one of the reasons why in August 2021 he took his final bow, I guess you'd say, his final song with Lady Gaga. So we remember uh, Tony Bennett. Okay, what was the last song he sang? Because of you. And it is because of you that we're here today on the Female Solution sharing this information with you. So thank you for sharing this show this morning. As we take a look, uh, if you are headed out and about this morning, it is just your regular crazy Monday morning. Uh, traffic, which is brought to you by Karen Kelly of iTech.com. <laughs> yeah. 
if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner and you have products or services to offer the public, then itech.com is a great place to go and sign up. And you can sign up and get $100 to uh, join immediately just by mentioning my name, Zelda, Z-E-L-D-A, Zelda. <laughs> And get that hundred dollars to go shopping. You can go to the Caribbean, Alaska, Hawaii, Mexico, anywhere in the continental USA. You can go because they've got trips like right now to Hawaii and Vegas and all that good stuff. I don't know what about now. I'm not going anywhere about it. It's hot here. If it's hot here, I know it's hot everywhere. I'm staying right here and get my fans and sweat and 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 wipe like I'm doing now because it's hot. You see, I got the sun coming in one window. I got the light here, so yeah, I'm on. And then I'm drinking this hot tea <laughs> that doesn't help, right? Well, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, there are no reported delays on Metro and CTA, but the weather is warm, baby. Dry weather, hot and sunny, up to almost 90 today. Right now it's 66. There is a low chance for rain, but all and always cooler by the lake. They mentioned some haze today too. 90 Tuesday and 95 on Thursday. Who I'm sweating already. As we take a look at the Kennedy inbound, your usual delays, 38 in, 24 out. On the Eaton, just 23 uh, in and 21 out. On the Eisenhower, uh, 35 minutes in, 29 on the reverse. On the Stevenson at Midway, you can always expect delays, 23 minutes in, 18 out. On the Dan Ryan Express Lanes, uh, outbound at 63rd Street, there's a car on fire, which has been cleared up. Uh, that's 14 outbound and 16 inbound. On the Bristol Fort, 13 and 11 out. And do stop on Lakeshore Drive. It's 10 minutes in and 9 minutes out. And that's your traffic and weather sponsored by Karen Kelly, itex.com. Uh, be sure and go there and get your $100 reward. Go shopping immediately. Be sure and tell them to sell the And I'm also sending you to the DiabeticDonut.com. If you are anywhere in the world and you are suffering from diabetes, you no longer have to because uh, someone, my sister, not someone, shared with me the uh, a recipe with apple, beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger, kale, and Turmeric, excuse me, when you um, put those items together and you drink them, they do not taste good, but baby, they work. That's all I can tell you, they work. So get yourself together and share that information, uh, diabeticdonut.com. And remember to set those DVRs for Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 to see the Higher Learning Network TV show. And you can always see it uh, when you download the CanTV.org app. Go to Channel 19 and you'll see the Higher Learning TV show. And if you are a part of this human, ex- <coughs> excuse me, human experience you're having, you know there's a lot going on in the world that demands our attention, especially as it relates to social media, and that is one of the things that 
I am honored to be a part of the Higher Learning Network because we're going to be teaching our youth how to start a podcast, maintain a podcast, and profit a podcast. And that information will be available on the board at higherlearningnetwork.org. So that's what we're doing for you. Oh, and this Saturday, it is the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest. You go to my blog, you will see that information there. Every third, excuse me, every last Saturday of the month, we have uh, teens from the ages of 13 through 19, and we invite them to participate and to showcase showcase their natural gifts, talents, and abilities. So, excuse me, if you go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, you will always see the updates for the Global Virtual Team Talent Contest. And I'm going to scroll down just so you can see that. That's from today's show, Did You Lose Your Innocence, Lost Innocence, The Life of a Juvenile Life with Marco's great. He'll be coming on at the 7.30 hour. But right now, here is the Global Virtual Team Talent Contest. It's this Saturday from 12 noon until uh, 1 p.m. Uh, students 13 through 19 can compete. Uh, all they have to do is send in a 60-second video clip Go to YouTube and get your free video, uh, free channel, I should say. Doesn't cost you anything. And you send that one-minute video clip to show at gmail.com. All the information is there right there on my blog. And there's a lot of other information there, too, so. Uh, there's an event coming up this week with science fiction author Okima Seven Gun uh, that will be taken Friday. And I just scroll down. This I got a ton of information that I put up over the weekend, and it is there for your education, entertainment, whatever. What is it? Whatever floats your boat. So that information is there. Oh, this is what I. This, oh my God. You have got to see this and hear hear my story on Tired of Picket Cotton. I just had to show that to you, so go to www.speech.wordpress.com. I went to Dollar Tree the other day looking for some supplies, and I walked in the door and saw a thing of cotton. I could not believe it. Uh, you'll see more of that on my Instagram page. I couldn't believe it. They are selling cotton. Well, we picked cotton for $2 for a six-foot-long bag, six bag of cotton. $2. You hear what I said? $2. This was in 1969. And now they're selling this cotton to the store. I mean, it just, it, it took me out of here. I, I could not believe it. I'm living in a day and time where they're selling cotton in the store. And we're here, we have slaved. To can't see sun up, to can't see sun down. Oh, I have mercy. You're living your life. Okay. 
So go to my blog, you, uh, not my blog, my Instagram page, Delta Speaks, uh, the number two, and I'll let it give. You see, and there's another one too, Delta Speaks, the number two, and M-E. Don't ask me how that happened, because um, you young people, y'all know what to do. Anywho, uh, for the young people, we have some Brookfield Zoo tickets, uh, valid through March 31st of 2024. And they are available to you. All you have to do is text me your information, and I've got a new text number for you to use. And here it is right here. Text us at this number, 312-383-9749. You get exclusive updates as well as uh, some free Zoom tickets. And you got to get them in before they disappear. Okay, so the new number, key text. Uh, Monday morning, mindful is 312-383-9749. Okay? All right. So be sure and and share that. Okay? Alrighty. It is time for our Monday morning mindfulness meditation in which we take this time to center ourselves to become one with the one. So what we're going to do is simply get quiet. And how do we do that? The time to close our eyes and open our heart. And this is a time that before we wake up running out the door, it is imperative, I cannot stress to you enough, that we spend some quiet time. The time that we spend with ourselves first thing in the morning is the time that we need to prepare ourselves for a hectic day. So before we do that, Let me share with you Monday morning mindfulness from Mike House. It says Monday, July 24th. I love you guys. Using more words to express our love for God seems inadequate. For what words truly do justice to the magnitude of our expansive emotions and the depth of our soul? Intimacy with God. Since love is often described as an action word, the best way to say I love you, God, may well be through our act of service. I demonstrate my love for God when I serve others. All right, did you hear that? I demonstrate my love for God when I serve others. I am love in action. God, I love you. I understand that loving and accepting myself and others demonstrates my love and acceptance of you. I understand that you left nothing out when you formed me, standing in me, through me, around me, and through the Christ within. And so it is. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength and my trust. And that's taken from Psalm 18 and 1. And that you can take to the bank. How about that? 
And that's your Monday morning mindfulness meditation from Mike House. And now it's time for your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. So let us become still and quiet and simply breathe in and breathe out. You see, breathing is the whole key to this experience because if you're not taking full enough breath, when you feel your chest expand, your diaphragm expand, if you're not getting that kind of breath, then you're not going to have the experience. So it's important that you breathe deep. And I know you get tired of hearing me saying that, but that is the way to have the experience. This is an experience, okay? So we'll simply breathe in through the nose, hold it, and then exhale it. And you can say anything you want to go back. Oh, okay. Oh, release some of that tension from the body. That's what the that's what the meditation is all about. So let us begin the process just by opening up the heart chakra, opening up the mind, opening up the body. You see, I'm still yawning. It's just stretch. It just move. I like to turn and twist. Wake up those organs on the inside. Yeah, wake them up, wake them up, wake them up, wake them up, wake them up. All right. The lazy Sunday morning. Monday morning. I can't even remember what day it is. Ah, it's Monday morning. So, stretching, rotating those shoulders backwards and forward. Just moving. Just giving the body, let the fluid flow as we breathe in. And as we blow it out, continue to breathe in and breathe out. And we don't have to breathe together as long as you are inhaling and exhaling. And from time to time, you will hear this. And it's simply a reminder because your mind is going to be wandering all over the place to focus the breath. Focus on the breath, on your chest, on your Excuse me, your solar plexus. You're just simply breathing in and breathing out. As we give thanks for the power of the breath, we inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale, blow it out. Inhale deeply. Hold it. For two seconds and then blow it out. Continue breathing in and breathing out. As you do so, giving thanks for the power of the breath. It is the breath that will keep you in times of chaos and confusion as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, we give thanks. You see, it is the breath that keeps us. It is the breath that empowers us as we move our heads from side to side as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, the breathing in relaxes the system. When you take long, deep breaths, it's the short breath that stresses it. When you're upset, that's how you breathe. So that stresses the system, and you want to keep the system nice and calm, smooth. That's why we breathe in. Long, deep breath. And exhale. Breathe in. 
Hold it. Oh, yeah, you feel that? If you breathe up, hard enough, you'll feel it. Exhale. Once more. Breathe in. Hold it. And exhale. Now as we breathe in, bringing that breath to the top of the head. And as we exhale, bringing that breath down through the face and the forehead as it lands on the shoulders. As we rotate those shoulders backwards and forwards, giving thanks as we stretch, as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, sending more love and light down through the heart chakras and through the chest, through the sides. As we do the high alerting hip row, moving from side to side, giving thanks for the power of the breath as we continue to breathe in. Hold it. And breathe out. Sending love, light, and energy from the breath down through the hips and the buttocks, the back, the thighs, and the knees. Oh, yes, those glorious knees. Love those knees because they love keeping me walking in whatever part of your body that's talking to you, talk back to it. Give it thanks. I give thanks that these wonderful knees are working so wonderfully. They keep me walking. Oh, never a day that I don't walk this way. Inhale. And exhale, sending more breath down through the knees and the legs and the arches and steps. And the top and bottom of the feet and the toes, yes, wiggle those toes as we inhale deeply. Bringing love, light, and energy from the feet back up through the toes, arches, instep, and the ankles and the legs as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, giving thanks for the power of movement. Mobility is key. Excuse me, if you are sitting in a wheelchair or lying in a bed, that does not prevent you from moving because you can do what? You can breathe in and you can hold it and you can breathe out. Breathe in. Bringing that breath back up through the legs and the hips and the thighs and the back. As we continue with the higher learning hip row, giving thanks that we are always at the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing. Continue to breathe in. Bringing that breath back up through the solar plexus and into the chest and into the arms as we bring them out and we stretch and we twist. Excuse me. And we give thanks for the power of movement as we breathe in. Bringing more love, light, and energy back up through the solar plexus, through the shoulders, through the neck as we take these two fingers and the thumb and just squeeze the back of that neck. Giving some love to that vagus nerve as it moves up and down your body. And if you have any tension, knead. Take these fingers and knead the back of your shoulders so that's where I hold all my strength. And the back of my neck. Just move it around as we continue to breathe in. And we continue to breathe out. Just that breathing experience alone, you should be feeling very well right now. That's why we breathe in. And why we breathe out. 
and just sit with this breath in the moment, giving thanks that we have control over the power of our breath because someone somewhere has a trachea in their throat, they have respiratory issues, they're on ventilators, they have inhalers or tubes in it, any kind of respiratory issue, you give thanks that you are one of the ones who can breathe on your own. Look at you! Long, last, deep, inhale deeply. And as we exhale, bring your head to your chin to your chest and slowly rotate that head to the left and around to the back, slowly, slowly. I want you to feel that stretch in the neck and slowly bring it back around to the front. Head up. Inhale deeply. And bring your head down, chin to chest. Slowly rotate that head to the right. Slowly feel that stretch in the neck. Feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. And bring it back around. Head up. Inhale deeply. Look to the left as far as you possibly can, feeling a stretch in the right side of the neck. Exhale. Inhale. Turn that head to the right as far as you possibly can, feeling a stretch in the left side of the neck. Uh, yeah, that feels good. Exhale and bring the head back around. Inhale once more. And giving thanks for the power of the breath. We are always at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And that is something you can practice on your own. doesn't take long. You can do it in 60 seconds. But give yourself the gift of time and the gift of breath. And continue to breathe in and to breathe out. And remember, when someone comes to attack you physically, mentally, or emotionally, and you are unprepared, you simply breathe in and you simply breathe out. And if you've got a little funk on your breath, got to brush your teeth, uh, something like that. When they come up to you, just breathe in and go here. Blow it in their face. And if you got a little funk on your breath, I promise you they will back up off you. Okay? So that is your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And I hope you enjoy that Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And I hope you will share that with someone because we are all experiencing chaos and confusion. And we have to take the time to arm ourselves before we can do that. Okay? So I just want to share that. It is 7.30, and it is time for our guest to arrive. And it looks like he is having some issues with his audio. Not his audio, his video. So we're going to take our first commercial break, and hopefully he can get that together. Um, Marcus, 
if you are listening, and I know you are, you need to turn on your camera. Okie dokie. And while he is doing that, we're going to take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back as I tell you about the Global Virtual Team Talent Contest coming up this Saturday. So stay close and share this with your team. Okay. 
what is it that you do in your quiet time, in your meditation time, that allows you to bring us the films that you do? I did courtside the Mass Square Garden, World One Seamless Arena. Get your head right. That's what we do here on a Monday Morning Mindfulness. Thank you so much for joining us back here. I'm your host, Zelda Sweet. Welcome to the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19. And this is my very special guest today, Marco Gray. Welcome to the show this morning. Grand Rising. Thank you very much for allowing me to be here. And for those who don't know a little bit about you, I'm going to read from the back of your book. This is the most fascinating story I have read in a very long time. The print's a li- the print is a little small for my eyes, but I'm going to wing it here, okay? <laughs> you get a little older, that print needs to be a little bit bigger. Okay. Marcus Gray's Lost Innocent, The Life of a Juvenile Lifer. Lord have mercy. Just sentence alone is enough to make your head go, ooh, okay. All right. In Lost Innocence, The Life of a Juvenile Lifer, Marcos Gray chronicles the factors and events that surround his circumstances now. Nearly 30 years into a life sentence that was handed down to him when he was 16 years old. Do you hear me? 16. Gray shares these experiences in an unvarnished, introspective manner. At times, we are confronted by the urgency of a headstrong, defiant teenager who is frustrated by the lack of options for a bright future. Aren't we all? As other times, we meet the child in him, the Marcos, who was loved and indulged by his grandmother, the Marcos, who was reveled and rejected by his father, and the Marcos who often drifted alone among a large and chaotic family. Throughout the book, we encounter a smart, promising young man who is aware of the institutional and political constraints on the lives of young black men just like him. As he is destructive, let me get that right, as he is of the destructive constraints, he imposes on himself. We get to know a man who is hesitant to hope, defies love, frequently invites physical and emotional death, yet steadfastly refuses to give up. There's so much more here, but I want the readers to experience you and the experience that you had as a 16-year-old. Does that bring up a certain type of feeling for you? hearing this talking about you, I guess. Yes. Um, 
I've read the back of the book a million times, but it's one thing to hear it being spoken of by somebody else. Knowing mm. that when I was creating that book, I was killed on the inside of prison. They told you that you would die there. And look at you. You didn't listen to them. You listened to the hard-headed. Well, that's one time the hard-headed took it. (laughs) Hard-headed took over, and that's a good thing. And I am so glad that you are not hiding behind those tears because it is power for a man to release tears. You know, society tells us it's just the opposite of your weak. That is so not true. You are human, and you are having a human experience and sharing your emotions as part of that experience. So thank you for sharing that with our audience this morning. Now, what made you want to share this experience? Because at that age, you don't have a whole lot of, uh, you have a little knowledge, but you don't have a lot of wisdom. How was it this, this all came about? Well, I know from the experience, but. Well, the, the main reason and the emphasis me wanting to share my story mm-hmm. was because as I was residing on the inside of that cemented coffin, I figured that the story that was being espoused against me was harsh, critical, and negative and one-sided, so that if I did, God forbid, die there, I wanted the other side of that story to be told because we've all heard that there mm. are sides to every story. Mm. My life didn't occur in a vacuum. I wasn't born criminal. I wasn't born evil, despite, you know, societal implications that this is exactly what I was born as. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just wanted my story out there so they can have the full gambit of everything that entailed my life. So, in other, excuse me, in other words, if, this, if the story had to be told, it needed to be told by you. Absolutely not by any other authority other than you. I want to dig right into the book. No, I mean I should let you but I mean it's just so fascinating. I, I can't I can't help it. But I but I want you to share with us the extenuating surface circumstances that helped you not helped you that um, sent you in the direction that you went. Are you pertaining? I mean, are you talking about like my pre-incarceration? Like yes, that? yes, right. yes. Well, good kid, and, and maybe a mama boy up to high school. And once I went into high school, I saw how grown up it was that I had to grow up. And in the environment in which I was raised, in, growing up was like mimicking the criminal or the criminality that was around me. So it was like almost a paradigmatic shift overnight. Like, okay, I can no longer enjoy. So it was high school that took the turn in the other direction. And and as I I think about that, I think about how when I was in high school decades ago, that starting high school was like a sense of freedom. And for you, maybe not so much. I mean, I guess it offered more of a freedom to indulge in the property. Ah. That was the common theme around there. Okay. And exactly where did you grow up? Chicago, South Side. On the South Side. How far? How far? Washington Heights. 
Okay. I never knew that was called Washington Heights. Get out of here. I grew up in the city of Chicago. Are you serious? Because Diane Latiker uh, is in that area, 119th, 18th, 16th, 17th, and um, what is it? Michigan, we're in the Roseland area. Uh, she has a program called Kids Off the Block. Been had it forever. Are you, I'm sure you're aware of it. Well, I, I was aware of that after the fact. You know, after my incarceration, I started seeing her on the news doing these things with the kids. So, yeah, I'll say that. Okay. okay. You saw that as a kid? Or as no, an adult? I Right. But you do know that she was in that yeah. yeah, in that capacity still helping children. And what do you think well you just told us um the the high school experience and what you saw in your community is what led you in the direction that you went. Did you ever think about, did you ever think twice about any of the things that you did? Initially, yes. But the more we acclimate ourselves to doing certain things, it becomes normalized over so long. I had four older brothers, you know, two of them were in the streets and two of them were educated, you know, and they were all telling me that I had the to be something other than what our environment was telling me that I should be. But it's hard to listen to individuals who are educated telling me not to be in the street. And it's hard to listen to individuals who are not in the street telling me what it's like to be in the street. Mm. So it was much easier for me to discard them and listen to my, my gang brothers. Okay, like, okay. And, that's, and when you say gang brothers, that's pretty much what it is. It's a family. They call it gangs, but it's a family. It's an extended family because what you're not getting at home in the, in the environment, you may feel that your family in the street can, and that's and that's how they approach you, and that's what, you know, it's family. It's just another extension of the family. Now, what do you say to the young people who may be watching this and and headed in the right direction? So what is it that you can say to them? that wasn't said to you to steer you in another direction, that could have steered, that should have steered you in another direction? I honestly don't believe that there are enough words in creation that will offer somebody to be hated. Mm. Had I been given an opportunity to do other things with my time instead of indulging in the street, that would have been something that would have helped me to not go in that direction. Mm. Because I often... Like when I was going back to the Cook County Jail during a recess and I was talking to the younger brothers and they were receptive because they were seeing what it is that their future could potentially look like. Mm. The, the system had no issue with locking up a 14 or 16-year-old and selling them to die there if it's so true. Mm. But I think that these communities, they need, they need more resources. And what I mean resources, I'm not necessarily talking about the monetary aspect, but like academic aspects, things that's going to help them go better or grow better mm-hmm. in their sphere of life. Because not everyone is meant for college. So individuals trade, give them something of substance that they can do with their time so that they can 
got five year potential after twenty nine years in prison. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't want they, they have enough work. They need to hear everybody talking and telling them what they should and shit like. Mm-hmm. They need to be giving something to you. Mm. Yeah, and I I agree with you. It, it's the fact, and see, it's all systemic. The fact that they have taken trades out of the school because they want you to get in trouble, so that you can wind up in jail, so you can be a part of the what do they call it, the prison corporation? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that they can keep you in a place that you don't want to be there and longer than you want to be there or need to be there. So it's like it's not it's like it is. So uh, a jail is the new slavery population because they're in there making uh products for the corporations at what? Ten cent a day or something like that? <laughs> well, I mean, in the prison that we were in we got uh a dollar forty three cents a day. A whole dollar forty three cents. Now if that's not slavery I just continue to increase the price, so you're only gonna be able to buy cosmetics with your little pay if you don't have family looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and they know that. And and they limit you in all kinds of ways so you know you can't purchase the things that you need, even though they should be supplying them to you because we as taxpayers, we're paying for you to be there. So why are you not supplying them with uh, basic hygiene, uh, you know, soap and deodorant and lotion or hair, whatever? So, yeah, we understand the prison complex is in full force, and it, it, it is until we, the community, demand something different, nothing will change. Correct. So how do you, from how, having all of the types of experiences that you've had, how do you suggest that we reach our young men and women? Because the, the women population is growing too. It's catching right up there with the men. It is. It is. It is. I think the only way in which educates the young, the young men in our community are going to take heed some of the things that have to be focused
incarcerated, did you ever think, I'm sure you did think, that you would get out because you you, you didn't give up hope because you're sitting here in front of me, so we know you didn't give up hope. But did that thought ever occur to you? I never doubted that I would be released, but I always wondered what would be left of me when I got out. Oh, I don't even 
there have been a lot of problems with traumatic events in our family, but as it pertains to the judicial system, I was the only one caught up in it. Mm. But the time that I was caught up in it, it was enough for all of us. So mom did a phenomenal job with 10 children and barely no help. Did you say 10 children? Miss Arlene, girl, my hat's off to you this morning. Are you serious? Five boys and five girls. Oh, my goodness. They don't even have them like that anymore. I have an aunt who, not aunt, she's not aunt, she's a cousin, but she's in the family. Had not, excuse me, she had 21 children, two of them passed. So this was back in the in the. 40s and 50s, honey. Wow. That that nobody does that anymore. So I I commend Miss Arlene because women have been doing what they've been doing since the beginning of time. So kudos, Miss Arlene, and all the mothers out there, single mothers who are raising young men. Very little input or direction from the men, the community of men around them. I salute you. Because you've done the work, you're continuing to do the work. Wow, that that's a phenomenal story all on its own. I wish we could have had Miss uh, Arlene on here. Now there was a lady here earlier. It says guest. Did you send that link to someone else? Um, I, I sent the link. I thought I was sending the link to so many different people. I don't know. Okay, well don't worry, but you are not alone on that. I'm I'm, I'm with you on that. So uh, I'm I'm learning every single day. StreamYard has taught me a lot, uh, some that I didn't want to learn, but I had to learn it anyway. Anyway, uh, that link was for you, and I I don't know who this lady is. Her oh, okay. Oh, wonderful. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and I want you to call her and let her know to come back. Because I didn't know who she was. I saw the face and it's like, I don't know, is this uh I don't know how she got the link. I don't know who she is, so I can't bring her up until I know who she is. So if you would be so kind to send her the text and let her know that she can come back. But before we do that, I just want to read just a paragraph on page sixty seven, talk about the lost boys. And that sticks out to me because there's a generation of young men who are here from the motherland, and I believe they were from, was it Sudan? Sudan. Uh, yeah, and they, I'm sorry? I think the boy soldiers. Yeah, the, the boy soldiers. So when I saw the lost boys, I was like, ooh, okay, let me take a look at that. So I just want to share a quick uh, a paragraph from that. It says, I hadn't been on the tier for full three days before I endured my first riot. Now, explain to us what a tear is. It's the place that you go on in, in the county jail or even sometimes prison. And in the context of that story, on my 17th birthday, um, I was removed from the juvenile facility and placed in the adult county jail. At 17? Yes, they no longer do that. But on my 17th birthday, you know, that was my gift. They no longer do that. But on my 17th birthday, I was put in the adult county oh, jail. Oh, my goodness. Why do you think it is they do that? Is it a scare tactic? Or they want you to grow up fast? It's a they don't care tactic. Oh, okay. Because from the moment that individuals of African descent as black men can walk, we're a threat. Yes. So they figure whatever happens to you, it happens. Mm. I, I literally, 
Take your time. Take a deep breath. That's what we do here. We just breathe in and we breathe out. Come on, breathe with me. I need you to breathe with me. That's all I need you to do is breathe. I don't need you to think. I don't need you to do anything. I just need you to breathe. Let's breathe in together. Breathe in. Inhale through your nose deeply. This is what we do to calm ourselves down when the mind is racing and we feel a little overwhelmed. We simply breathe. We're just inhaling and exhaling. And for those of you who are watching, when you are in a situation. Uh, I was ready to say, uh, I remember literally when I was being transferred to the Cook County Jail, when inside of the guard was making fun of the fact that he hoped I was raping it. Wow, this is what a, 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 a guard said to you. Yeah, I guess. And we must remember that misery loves company. And the fact that he said that shows you that he was miserable. So he was miserable, and he wanted everybody around him to be miserable. And being a guard gave him a sense of superiority. My sister retired from Cook County Department of Corrections, and the horror stories that she would tell me. I was so glad that she was retired because it made a different person out of her. My sister never swore. When she started working at the county, she started cussing like a sailor. And I'm saying to myself, crazy. Girl, you ain't never cussed a day in your life, and you cussing left and right. So I said that to say this. Being in an institution like that, it, it, it makes you institutionalized. Doesn't matter if you're living there as a prisoner or if you are working there as a worker. It does something to you mentally, and you are taught because, uh, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, uh, through her, I had a chance to speak to the Cook County Department of Corrections in uh, Maywood, I think it was. And I spoke to the officers who lock up, um, for lack of a better word, and their main objective is just what that guard told you, hope you get ripped, because they were all so very insensitive. And, I'm, and, and you know, during the break, we have little breakout sessions, and we'd be talking about things, and they were like, Ms. Zelda, you just don't get it. These are animals. And I'm like, I'm saying to them, no, these are not animals. These are children of the, from the highest, and you have to pay, the, pay respect to them. I don't care if they are locked up. You still have to treat them as human beings. They just looked at me and laughed. So I said, uh, "I said, uh, yeah, they did. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened to humanity? What happens when you, what happens when you get into an institution that is designed to take away your humanity? How do you handle that? You do everything within your power. You have God. Say that. Say that. 
transcending to what you once were and always is and always will be. It is 8.04. I'm a little bit behind schedule in our commercial, so when we come back, we're going to see if you can get that young lady back on the phone and contact her, and we'll take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Lee. Tuesday, Self-Self-Care with Jody Bonsan. Wednesday, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Karina Lee. Thursday, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Friday, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturday, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And Fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Love you on Wednesday City Live. Yes, we do. Tell us, how did all this happen? How did this come about? Well, I play me. I play Val Warner in Chirac, which is really cool. So when people see this movie, they are literally seeing Val, and I am a reporter in the movie. I think we got to be engaged. I think engaged in a number of things in our block, in our home, in our neighborhood. We got to be engaged. We got to fight the issues. We got to fight a government that is abandoned. You know, it's whole communities on the south and the west side. Um, we got to fight a governor who's cut out every youth employment program, who's cut out violence prevention programs, who's abandoned um, our communities and the poor and the vulnerable. And I think we got to reach out to our brothers on the street and love them and respect them and help them, not just demonize them. genuine heart you have, and if you're coming from a good place, people are going to criticize if they don't agree with what you're doing. Yo, what's up? It's your man, Tony Schofield from 106.3 Chicago's R&B, and you are watching Ben on Higher Learning. Now, I used to hang around with some men that was into some higher learning. It just wasn't that kind of higher learning, but I got myself together now, okay? What is it that you do in your quiet time, in your meditation time, that allows you to bring us the films that you do? I sit courtside the Nile Square Garden, World One Famous Arena.
And it is time for the Global Virtual Team Pilot Contest. which is every last Saturday of the month here on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19. And she just came in and got lost again. Send her, send her a text again. I don't know. She just pops in and pops out. What's her name? Janika. Janika, girl, you need to come back. I had you. I don't know where you disappeared to. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, she popped in and popped out. <clears throat> but before we went to a commercial break, hopefully she'll 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 come back and join us. Wow, that 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 is just a, a, a um. Oh, there she is. I'm about to read, and there she is. And I want you to spell her name for me so I don't get it wrong. J A N I E J A. J A N I E. Janika, how you doing, girl? Hello, good morning. How are you? Uh, wonderful. Now that I have you here, so glad to see your face because when I first saw you pop in, I was like, who is this? I cut my camera off because I didn't want to take away from what you guys got going on. I just wanted to know I was there. Oh, okay, Ms. Janika. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing. We can see that you're out and about this morning. You headed somewhere. So tell us. Yeah, I'm taking my daughter to the dentist. Oh, okay. What's your daughter's name? Her name's Silk Battle. <laughs> What's her name? Silk Battle I couldn't hear. Her name is Silk Rose. Silvetta Rose. Hi, Mr. Rose. Hey, girl. We're gonna have you on the team talent contest because I know you got some kind of talent. You going to the de- going to the dentist to get them teeth done so she can smile pretty when she does her audition. <laughs> so bless you, my sister and your daughter, for joining us this morning. So tell us how this came, how did this uh, connection come about, uh, Marcus? Wow. Um, this is my girlfriend. When I was locked up, but before I got locked up, she had the book. Oh, wow. And what page is she on? Uh, I don't know what page, but hey. She in there somewhere. It's like 47. 47. It's a chapter. Okay. Yeah, I see Tanika in here on page 47. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, I didn't know that she was the jealous type, but it was so funny to me. I would intentionally flirt with other girls in her presence to evoke a reaction. Without fail, she crossed her arm, pout, and then turned off in a in a, uh, a fit. But I found it cute. Oh, I'm bringing back some memories, Anna. <laughs> Well, y'all can read. I don't want to read everything. Y'all can read page forty-seven on your own, okay? But wow, what 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 did it feel like to hear that the first time? Janika. Uh, Janika. That was so 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 sweet. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know. Um, it was special. Special how? Well. Oh wow. A lifelong love. How powerful is that and loved you all through the time that you were in there until you got out. Can I say something? Please do. Really? Yeah. There's an app for that? Yeah, it's called Fine. It's called what? Fine. And it'll just give you alert if ever, even if it says that they won't get out, but if ever anything changes with their circumstances, then yeah, you'll get an alert. It's so I knew when he got out. Uh, it's called F-I-N-D? V-I-N. Oh, V-I-N, Vine. Yeah. Wow. I never heard of that before. See, that's really? why, yeah, that's why I love this show because I always learn something. <laughs> I never, I never heard of such a thing, and I, and I have family members that are incarcerated. I never knew anything. Nobody ever told me. Yeah, it's just a way to always keep information, know where they are, know what status they So, would you know their status while they are in the institution too? Well, yeah. You would know if they were still there, and if they had a release date, it would tell you. Oh, okay. Wow. That's that's pretty good. Uh, Mar- Marcus, you about to disappear. You need to bring yourself back over to the camera. No, yeah. because it's like, that's just so amazing. Because so many years, it may be said, never. Never get out. Never get out. Never get out. That's what the app said, never. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And how did you feel when you, uh, Janika? Yeah. How did you feel when you saw the app that, and what did the app say when he was about to be released? (laughs) Now, I I know this might be a little emotional, so if you need to pull over for a minute, because I don't want you having no accidents while you're going down memory lane. If you need to pull was, over, please do. Disbelief.
and and he didn't that he would he could or might be getting out but he didn't get out. What does that do to you inside? I was so happy inside. Of course, I could only be happy that he had to go through 30 years to sit in someone's prison. But I felt so happy. Um, I was scared to, uh, to see him. Uh, I just wanted, I just, I don't know. This is just a daily thing. But mostly just, uh, it was surreal. It still is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I couldn't prepare myself to think that I ever had the opportunity to ever look at him inside again in the real world. Mm. So, mm. Um, it was just a lot. Mm. So, um, it's crazy. Wow. I, it's like a, a movie. <laughs> That's the person in the movie with no control over it. What was your, what, what was your biggest challenge, Janika, while he was incarcerated? Mm. What was my biggest challenge? Yes, ma'am. Pertaining to him? The whole experience. That was just such a major loss. I feel like my life would have been different. Life could have possibly been different. Um, they just took everything from me mm. at that time. And I was young. But, you know, uh, as you can still see. Yes, I ma'am. I still love so much. So I feel like they just took a lot. It took a lot from both of our lives. And uh, I'm just grateful that God gave them up. What was What was it? Where did you go inside of yourself to help you maintain your power to help keep him empowered? Where did you what did you do? What was it inside of you to help you maintain your sanity so that you could help him while he was incarcerated. I mean, I really couldn't maintain my family. Oh, really? And the, the easiest life, I would say, but uh, you just have to stay strong no matter what. Mm-hmm. You have to just stay like You have to deal with it as it comes and keep on going. Mm-hmm. And I always hope that if we did ever get free again, that I would be here uh, and be able to be there for me. How did you two communi- communicate, Marcus? I'm sorry. How did how did you two communicate? Uh, in the like during the during the initial phase of incarceration, may open become uh, the visitation. But once I was released, being start FaceTime and stuff like that, just you know, to reestablish to reestablish something that it wasn't severed, it was just. Hiatus. You put on hiatus for for estate, just like mm-hmm. you can't forget stuff like people like that. Right. Um, Jamaica, I want to ask you a question. What What would you say to the women that you know now who are experiencing the same thing? Because I know we all know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who has some a family member that's incarcerated. What do you say to the woman who's watching this show who is experiencing the same thing right now or about to or has experienced it? What would you say to them? What would I say to them? Not to give up hope. Mm. Mm. Uh, 
you know, quiet as it's kept, they want all of this and then some. You know, the lips, the nose, the head, the back, the butt, the everything. So the fact that you are displaying it, kudos to you and your daughter. Yes, ma'am, because we have to keep the culture alive. No, no, no. Thank you for being you. Thank you for listening to the still small voice that tells you what you need, how you need to wear your crown, because it is a crown. Okay, and it's you. You got me over here bopping like these little. <laughs> oh Lord, Tequila, is that you? That's my niece. Yeah, that's my niece. Well, thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But what, what is even more beautiful is the connection that we have here this morning from helping someone else who is going through this this challenge and to see that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes that light comes out as a book because I cannot tell you how many times it has been said that if it ain't written, it don't exist. So you got to tell your story. So thank you for being a part of Marcus's story and for sharing this information because it's us who got to break those generational curses, and both of you are breaking those curses, not only with the hair but with the mindset. And this is the kind of mindset that can help that little girl that's sitting next to you because she's going to be dealing with a teenager someday who's like Marcus, who wasn't get, who wasn't steered in the right direction, who got off course. But, Marcus, it was really, you, you know, it was a blessing in disguise because this is going to take you places that you've never been and that you will continue to grow and develop and help them. Because there's a little boy watching you. There's a lot of little boys watching you, whether you know it or not. There's some little girls watching you. I digress, but uh, uh, I, I just, I, I got I got to finish this sentence, this um this paragraph. Okay. I'd allow her about five minutes, and then I'd follow and try to assuage her anger. Assuage her anger. Okay. Assuage her anger. Now, for those of who don't know, what does that mean, assuage her anger? To calm down or mitigate or minimize her Okay. See, it's all. Uh, English 101, right here on Female Solutions. But as cute as I found it initially, it had become a nuisance within a few short months. I often ask myself why I put up with it, but when you have a 14-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy, clearly the relationship wasn't going to be a picture of maturity despite the sexual interaction. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna leave it at that. You all can fi- you all can finish that on page forty-seven. I can't tell you everything, babe. Oh, really now? Oh, oh! The names have been changed for protection. Okay, that's page forty-seven, y'all. I didn't say it; he wrote it. But you can go back and finish and reading it on your own. I can't I, I can't tell you everything in the book. Oh my God! Oh, Lord have mercy. This this is the type of information that will help this next generation of young people see that there is there are possibilities that they don't know about that can help get them where they, they want to be. And you two are a shining example of that. So thank you for being uh, as transparent as you are and for sharing what it is that you have experienced in this journey 
incarceration. Because when you are incarcerated, the whole family's incarcerated. This is not a one person thing. The whole family. So how do families connect and stay and help with this process? What do we do when we lose our innocence? Innocence.
My guest here, author Marcos Gray, author of Lost Innocence, The Life of a Juvenile Lifer. And as you can see, I pulled up on the screen. This is a copy of the book. I have my own copy. You can get your own because you can't have mine. This is the book. Uh, when uh, I met this brother, I forgot to tell you how I met this young man. Uh, there is a monthly networking meeting called the West Side Ministers Coalition every first of the month. And this young man was standing in back. And I don't know what I was I don't know what I was doing, but I but uh, we started talking because you know that's what I do I run off at the bottom. And my husband tells me I have diarrhea of the mouth. I said, but that's okay. It's 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 good for a talk show, so get over it. Uh, so when I found out he was an author, a long story short, I, I had to have the book. And and then when he came to the podium and introduced himself and told about the story, I'm like. How do you, how do you give a a fifteen year old, a sixteen year old a life sentence? How do you do that? That is so inhumane, but that is a reality in this date and time. So this is why we must continue this legacy of breaking those molds that have been put on us. And I thank both of you for coming on here and this information. Because it is this kind of information that that can help break those mental shackles. This is a must read. You talk about Oprah's book club. This is the Female Solutions book club. This is my copy, and you can get your own. It's right here. It's available on Amazon, but I like to say cut out the middleman and go straight to the real man. Because I bought my book from the real man, Marcos Gray. Uh, Marcos, for those who don't know about you and your life and your ordeal, how has this brought you closer to the loved ones who were not available for you? <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
And I am so very glad that you said that you are in therapy because as a culture, we don't do therapy. Oh, that, that's that's for the mother folks. We don't do therapy. Honey, if anybody needs therapy, it is us. If you came across, if your forefathers came across a transatlantic ship, you got issues in your tissues from generations ago. And there's a book called Issues in Your Tissues. Anybody listening, please get it and read it. Uh, I'm, I missed my last commercial break, and I apologize for that, Naima, because we're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back, so stay close. And share this video with somebody because somebody needs Are to hear Are you ready to learn some quick techniques on how to de-stress immediately? Then book your free 30-minute consultation with Zelda Fix, the mindfulness stress relief coach at higherlearningnetwork.org. Thanks for sharing. It's the Global Virtual Team Talent coming up on this Saturday, July 29th at 12 noon. Mark your calendars to participate. If you have teens who are between 13 and 19, they can send in a one-minute demo, a video clip, of their own YouTube video clip to um, show at gmail.com. You will see that. Um, inf- information is scrolling me underneath the uh, the screen there. The Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest has live voting, and you can vote on our YouTube channel or our Facebook channel, Higher Learning TV Show. So get those in. This Saturday is the last day, and we want to see you there. And be sure and check out our uh, Instagram 
and HL and I'm sorry, YouTube channel. What I I hear something. Is that uh, somebody else got another window open? Oh, did it just go bye bye? Okay, cool. Okay, um, five one five six zero five nine three two five. Press one to speak. Also, uh, if you are it is so hot, and I'm sweating like a stuck pig, but I'm enjoying it because uh, I like heat. Uh, if you are watching this broadcast and you would like to be on our mailing list of events and exclusive updates like these free zoo tickets I got to give away, uh, it's for a family of four. I think the tickets are like $30, and I have for a family of four. All you have to do, can you see that Brookfield Zoo? And they don't expire until March of next year. Text Monday Morning Mindfulness to 312-383-9749. If you, too, can run those tickets, that's 312-383-9749. And you can uh, win tickets to the Brookfield Zoo Ticket Family, Family of Four. And it is 845. I've only got a few minutes left here. There is no after show today. Naima Latif, our executive producer, is um, uh, probably at the airport. Uh, meeting, I believe it's our, our Vice President Kamala Harris who is um, having an event somewhere today. But uh, she may call in and she may not. Um, you know, you never know what's going on with teaching service. But I said all that to say this. We have to keep in contact with this young man because um, <clears throat> we are in the midst of opening up the Higher Learning Network Media Resource Center. And we want this center to be available, especially to young men. We're teaching them how to do their own podcast and a variety of things, but they need to see male mentorship. And while I would love to have you and Jamaica come and talk to them at some point in time. We're, we're in the process of getting the building now, so uh, when that is up and running, we're definitely going to uh, have you come out and speak to the children. But in the meantime, in between time, we need contact information that you want to share with others before we run out of time here. So how can people contact you, Marcus? Uh, okay, uh, just so I can spell it out right now, what is it? Uh-huh. Now, I want to be sure I got this right, so I'm going to put it up here on the screen. <coughs> Excuse me. And that is Marco C. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me go back here. Uh, computer's a little slow this week. A little slow this morning. Let me go on. So that's Marco C. Gray two zero. Say it again, Marco. It's two two, not three three. Oh, two two. Marco C. Gray two two at gmail dot com. Right. I got it. The computer's just slow. I need to clean off my desk. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Uh, okay, you want to come up now and show the man that I've I've done what I said I did. Okay, I'm talking to the computer now. I'll take it, you are. Okay, come on, Marcos Gray. Marcos C. Gray 2022 at gmail.com. Okay, while it's coming up, um, there you go. So people can contact you, and, and they can get a copy 
of this book. What do you tell somebody who's watching this who has a family member locked up or or that is going through this on their own? Wow. Uh, someone who has a family member that's locked up, I would encourage them to be as supportive as they can be to that individual, even if that individual did not pay the best way that they could have acquired to their imprisonment. Because mm. in my family, I wasn't. I wasn't cool to them, but I was defensive of what they were trying to tell me. So they were telling me things that I needed to hear, but I didn't want to hear. So I mean, they so saying that aspect. Uh, but there's also the individual that may be going to just let him, he or she know that whatever they're going through, they have within them the capability to overcome it. It may not be easy, but it's worthwhile. Mm. It may not be easy, but it's worthwhile because there is always something to happen give up and do it the same thing that we want. Mm. Sometimes some things will be, they need to be sacrificed in order for us to get somewhere in our life that we would not have gotten otherwise. Say that. Say that. And I see um, Kamika. I saw your head going like yeah. this. You, you want to add that to that, Sid? No, I just, I mean, I just agree with that. You know, and like, you have to cut off some people, some things to get what you want. And that's things that I want to have it. usually not easy to get to. So, uh, I just agree with them. That's all. Mm. I want to make this about me. Okay. Well, in, in a way, it's, it's kind of like a love story. I like it. I like it. I like to see when people come together, despite the enormous, horrific uh, incidences that take place in their life, but they come out on the other side, shining and still in therapy and consistently doing the work that needs to be done. Um, I sent you a list of books, Marcos, and and I'm so glad that you decided to. Uh, take me up on that offer. I'm going to get those books to you uh, some kind of way this week. And uh, also the fact that you mentioned that you are no longer on the side of town where all that chaos and confusion that led to your incarceration, you're no longer there. How important is that one remove themselves from their environment if they are to progress in another direction? Because it's hard to to do good when you're in a situation where you don't see any good being taking place? I, I think that is extremely important. However, there are individuals that are able to navigate those spaces without finding the Because if 
what you see every day, that's what you have a, ten, a tendency to do. It's not going to help you. So I have this blog up here uh, as a reminder. After the show, I always post resources and comments uh, for those who may have not been able to see the uh, entire show. So if you go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, you'll see a ton of information. You'll see information on Marco's book. You can get his book. Uh, you can contact him. Uh, you will see lots of us, lots of other information. There's an event coming up this week, uh, another science fiction author. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Okima Seven Gun. That's taking place on this. There's just a ton of information here, and I just wanted to uh, share that with you. So as we go throughout the day, be reminded that you will have challenges. You will always have challenges, and know that they are there to make your day, your life better, even especially when it appears to be detrimental. And if you can get some therapy of any kind, honey, get some. And if you can't, get the book called Issues in Our Tissues. I'm not sure who it's by, but you want to get that. If, you, if you're afraid of therapy, you're afraid to go in and talk to somebody, get that book. I promise you, you will see a difference in the quality of your life. What you're seeing here is our link tree for Higher Learning Network. I'm always asking you, and I did not do it today, but I'm doing it now. Oops, that's for our cash app. That's if you want to uh, donate to the uh, homeless project. I'm looking for uh, our Instagram. As you can see, there's a, we have the uh, homeless project where we uh, take the uh, homeless. Well, we can't say homeless anymore. We're not supposed to. We're supposed to say um, unhoused. So if you go there, you'll oh. see all of that. Yeah, unhoused. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me, but I'm not. Thank you. It makes no sense to me. But this is this is our homeless effort. Um, go to Instagram.com and type in HLN.homeless.project. We're always helping those who are in need, as you can see, uh, the, the area that we serve is right here on this Plains Avenue between Ashton and Park. Between, between Taylor and Roosevelt Road. I don't know what happened, but uh, stuff happened. But anyway, you can go to our Instagram page. And see that, and some of them are just so you know, just completely. I just need to clean. I just need my computer. I just need to come clean it. That's all. And uh, just keep it real. Uh, I will. I will do that after the show today. Did I just get rid of everybody? How did I do that? Okay, there you are. Bring them back, Zelda. Bring them back. Okay, there you go. Um, any closing uh, final thoughts for those who are listening? who want to get um, a copy of the book and to share this, and, and to get a copy of the book and share it with someone who uh, is incarcerated. I think that would really help them go a long way. I think that would. I, I agree with that. I've had several individuals say that I, they finished their copy. They sent one of their loved ones so they can let them know that. Hallelujah. Yes. There is something, there, there is hope to be found in those dark faces. And sometimes we have to be the, we 
have to be our own home sometimes. Yes. We can't expect or always find ourselves giving this hope that other external forces we have to fight within ourselves, not necessarily from a sane perspective, but from a introspective perspective, like, okay, this is within me. God would help me with the decisions that I have so that I can be strong. I just believe that we all have what we need within us if we know where to look. Hmm. And if we can get quiet long enough and do some deep breathing, we'll be just fine. And you have to trust. And I want to thank you, Marcos, and I want to thank you, Janika, for coming on and sharing your story. And I, I... I want to call it a love story because that's what it is to me. <laughs> it's a story not only about between two people, but it's about self-love because you've taken the time. This is this is work. This is work. It takes time to gather your thoughts and to be vulnerable, to share your experience. So I commend you, my brother. I look forward to seeing you on tour. I look forward to seeing the documentary with Janika in it. And we'll have our own Love Jones right here in the city of Chicago, in the state of Illinois, in the U.S. of A, because we know with, with, with God all things are possible. Closing final thoughts. 60 seconds for both of you. Janika, you want to? Give us the closing final thought. I just want to say that I'm so proud of you, Marco. And I want to thank you for allowing me to have a say on your show as well. It was a blessing to me, too. And uh, everyone just uh, stay great up. That's my closing statement. Amen. Thank you, Jamaica. I will just say I'm appreciative of you allowing me to say tell my story, because the story unheard is like the story untold. You faithful with I can share my story, and that if individuals are desiring of getting the book, I would prefer that they get it from me, so that way I can sign it, and so that way Amazon can not continue to steal my royalties like they did while I was in prison. Thank you. So, so there is that. But and I'm so, I appreciate I'm so I very glad you said that. Always direct contact with the author. Eliminate the middleman because it's what, intermediation. Yeah. That's the term. Intermediation. intermediation. Okay. Well. Intermediation. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Cut out the middleman because we don't because we love the fact our uh oops she just cut us off too. <laughs> well the show's over. She said it was a good show. And I want to thank you for being here part of the show today as I leave you with uh closing thoughts. Um, uh, from the uh, from YouTube Writing Center Wonder. Thank you, Marcos. It said thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank us as the universe, uh, universal spirit. We thank the ancestors for being here with us this morning for making this show possible. I am so very grateful to be a part of it. We give thanks. We acknowledge the presence of the elders who are with us here this morning. We give thanks. We give thanks. Ashe. Thanks.
Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned. Tomorrow morning, self-care with Jody Susan. May all your days be filled with that of love, of life, and of laughter, and a good heartfelt when you touch your heart and say, mm, I cannot believe this man went through what he went through, and he is still standing by the grace of God. We appreciate you. We look forward to having you, bringing you back here on the Females Solution because we want to have you as a mentor for our children. So thank you. Stay on purpose, stay in power. Stay tuned tomorrow morning. Jody Susan, self-care, 7 to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, seven days a week. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. The Female Solution.